This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 99 is going to be from John chapter 14 and verse 15. Our love has to be more than just a feeling. John chapter 14 and verse 15 reads, If you love me, keep my commandments. If we are going to love Jesus, we have to keep his commandments. Our love has to be more than just a feeling. It has to be an action. It has to be shown to God by keeping the commandments of Jesus. If we do not love Jesus, then we're not going to keep his commandments. But we don't get a choice as to which commandments we're going to keep. The Bible says in John chapter 14 and verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments. That spans all the commandments of God. We cannot leave one commandment out and claim that we love him. If we're not keeping all of his commandments, then we do not love God. In Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 40, the Bible says, Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and prophets. Our love has to be more than just a feeling. We have to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind. What this means, we have to love him with everything that we have. We have to keep his commandments. We have to be dedicated to him if we are going to love him. We have to love him with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. There is nothing else in the scripture that is more important than loving God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. This is everything that we are and is the most important thing that we can do. But if we're going to love God... We have to do the second part of this as well. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Notice on in verse 40, it says, On these two commandments hang all the law and prophets. On these two commandments, our love has to be more than just a feeling. God expects everything that we have. In John chapter 15, verses 12 through 17, the Bible says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I call you friends for all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you these things. I command you that you love one another in verse 12 of of John chapter 15. It says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. And then in verse 13, it tells us how Jesus loved us. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. 
greater love has no one than this, than one lay down his life for his friends. You see, this is more than just a feeling. It is an action. It shows God that we love as Jesus loved us. We are to love one another. Jesus laid down his life for us. We are to lay down our life for our friends. And then in verse 14, it says, You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. We are not Jesus' friend unless we are keeping his commandments. We do not love him unless we are keeping his commandments. He calls us his friends because we are obedient to him. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Our love has to be more than just a feeling. We have to follow Jesus. In 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1, Paul said, Follow after me as I follow after Christ. There's something that we must do in order to show that we love Christ. We have to follow him. In Matthew chapter 11, it says, Come unto me, all you who labor are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. We have to come to Jesus. We have to be willing to learn from him. We have to follow him wherever he goes and in whatever he teaches us to do. Then we will be his friends and we will show our love for him. Our love has to be more than just a feeling. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 through 8, the Bible says, "Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I become sounding brass or a clinging cymbal." And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they shall cease. Where there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Notice this with me. Though I speak with the tongue of men and angels, but have not love, I become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. My words mean nothing if I am not showing my love to God and to one another. And then in verse 2, And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. My knowledge, my ability to prophesy, my knowledge, my understanding It means nothing if I do not show love to my neighbors and to God. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. I can feed the poor. I can offer myself as a sacrifice. But if I do not love them, what does it profit me? And then it goes on in verse 4 to show the action behind love. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, does not parade itself, is not puffed up. You see the action that is here? It's simply more than a feeling. We can feel like we love someone all day long, and we can tell people that we love them, but until we start showing them the action behind it, it means nothing. If we're not willing to suffer long, if we're not willing to be kind and not envy and not parade ourselves and be haughty, not be puffed up, 
if we're not willing to behave right, if we're not willing to put others before ourselves, if we're not willing to set aside our anger and to think good of people and to rejoice in the truth and hate iniquity and to bear with people and to hope and to endure, then what good is just simply saying that you love someone? You have to be willing to show them that you love them. You have to be willing to put your money where your mouth is, so to speak, and show people that love is more than just a feeling. It is an action shown to people. If we treat people in such a way that we show them no love, then what good are we? In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14, it says, Watch, stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. Let all that you do be done with love. When we do things for people, it needs to be done in love. When we interact with people, it needs to be done in love. We need to stand fast in faith, be brave and be strong and love people. Even when we're teaching them that they need to change their life, it needs to be done out of love and wanting to to go to heaven, wanting to be with them in heaven, truly desiring that a soul is saved. If you love people, you're going to truly desire their soul to be saved. But if you love people, you're going to tell people when they're not on the right path, when they're headed toward the wrong direction, when they're not going through Christ in order to reach the Father. John chapter 14 and verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. Love will help people get back on the right path if they've stepped off the path. Love will help people stay on the path if they're walking down the right path. In Romans chapter 12, Verses 9 through 13, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulations. Continuing steadfastly in prayer. Distributing to the needs of the saints. Given to hospitality. Love will be without hypocrisy. We are to abhor what is evil and we are to cling to what is good. When we learn how to cling to what is good, then we'll start knowing truly how to love people without hypocrisy. When we learn how to be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another. And this is important because we don't do this today. We need to remember that our family in God, our godly family, needs to have preference in our heart. See, Jesus understood this. He understood this when his mother and his brother came to speak with him. Now, he loved his mother and his brother, but he stretched out his arm and he said, Who is my mother, my brother? But those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. He showed how to give preference to his godly family. He said, I love my mother and my brother but I love my Christian family. And this, is need, this needs to be where we're at today. We need to learn how to truly love one another. In Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, 
You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Love does no harm to a neighbor. If a neighbor needs help, love helps him. If a neighbor needs help coming back to God, love helps him to come back to God. Even if it is in rebuke, that is not doing harm to your neighbor. That's helping him to see that the way that he's going is not leading to the right direction. If somebody is standing upon a pinnacle of a tall building wanting to jump off, love does not allow them just to jump off and fall to their death, even if they want to. Love stops them from doing harm to themselves. Sometimes love in order to do no harm to a neighbor, has to stop the neighbor from harming himself or do his best to stop his neighbor from harming himself. In Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19, the Bible reads, For this reason I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with the might through his Holy Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and depth, length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. We have to be grounded in love. We have to know what it is, and we have to understand it. Our love has to be more than just a feeling. We have to be grounded in what love actually is. God is love, 1 John chapter 4 and verse 7. And if God is love, then everything that he has given us in his word, from encouraging one another, from strengthening one another, to encouraging one another to repent and rebuking one another, is how we are grounded in love. We have to know the Word of God. We have to know how to use the Word of God. We have to encourage people to come to God if they've never known God. We have to encourage people to come back to God if they've known Him and departed from Him. We have to teach the entire truth of God's Word to people if we're truly going to be grounded, rooted and grounded in love. Paul said, I'm pure of the blood of all men, for I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Acts chapter 20 and verse 26. You see, we need to teach people what love is. Love is God and everything that God wants us to know. If we are not teaching people everything that God wants them to know, then we truly do not love them. Look at James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. And then turn over to 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 8. And notice love will cover a multitude of sins here as well. And 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 8, and above all things, have a fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. And so when we turn someone back from the error of their ways, we love them and we want them to come home with us. If we choose not to, 
then we don't love them because we don't want to spend eternity with them in heaven. More than likely, we're not going to spend eternity in heaven because we don't love souls like God does. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Our love has to be more than just a feeling. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.